up everyone welcome back to another episode of straight woke my name is john i'm joseph welcome to our weekly recap episode we hope you've been enjoying the second amendment series if you haven't be sure to go listen to those uh got a few things to talk about today yeah some really outrageous things going on in this world uh first of which uh oregon has suspended graduation testing requirement for well we shouldn't say who it's for. We should let them say who it's for. Uh, apparently, they suspended the testing requirement for people of color. One, assuming that if you're not white, you probably need a little bit of help from the state to get through, right? Yeah. Because you just couldn't do you couldn't do it on your own. It's definitely you know it's definitely not the level of education that we're giving you. It's definitely not you know your home life. You know, because of white people, we're going to give you a break. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with your own personal drive to succeed no, in school. It has nothing to do with us telling you that you have no chance in this world. So here's the reality, guys. What this really does is takes away any motivation for these pe- these kids to try at all. Yes. Including white kids. So here's what's going to happen. In these majorly minority schools, major minority schools, I suck talking apparently, um... <laughs> These kids, these large groups of minorities are now going to have absolutely no requirement for their education. I cannot stress this enough. Go listen to our authoritarianism series on suppression of education. Do you know what we did to slaves? We didn't let them learn to read and write properly. Yeah. Because it keeps you down. If you, if you are a minority listening listening to this, I am so, so sorry that our government is trying to use you like this. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're targeting you, to be clear. This is Oregon targeting them. We're going to remove requirements for certain education levels so that we can send you out into the real world with zero preparation. You're going to continue... To suppress your own success. Yes. Because you've never been pushed. You'll be behind. Everyone before you. And guess what? Now that we've given you absolutely no criteria to succeed, no reason to succeed, no drive to succeed, no backing to succeed, now that we've taken away all of your ability to succeed, we're going to tell you something. You know why you can't succeed? White people. The system. The system. We're systemically racist. That's why you didn't pass sixth, or that's why you passed sixth grade but can't read. Because of white people, the system. Well, they're they're not totally wrong. I'm pretty sure the governor that put this into place is white. Yes, I guess that is kind of. They're, yeah, they're not totally wrong. Yeah. When you talk about a lot of the people who are outraged about all these things, it's usually old, old white barren, <laughs> white women. I'm yeah. sorry. It's yeah. usually what it is. Yeah. Uh, it, they're the ones causing the most outrage and a, a lot of people are following them and they're seeing some small things that do happen there are negative things that happen but they'll grab onto a few and just run with it because that's what the media is showing it's really sad and it's sad to see that oregon is continuing to push forward um 
I mean, they're really making it hard for minorities. I and and they're doing it in the name of helping minorities. And Dude, how people don't notice that absolutely shocks me. The West Coast is going to be an absolute shit show in ten years. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I agree. And you know, this could start a really long really long conversation about segregation coming back like dude they're convincing black kids that they should have their own graduation ceremony they're yes. convincing black people to resegregate themselves yeah it's textbook democrats man it's crazy um a slightly less serious news that's kind of funny also kind of scary how I, stupid it is i think it's absolutely hilarious I, it definitely concerns me more than it concerns you. I just uh, it's it's just pure comedy to me. <laughs> the Phoenix Zoo in Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Zoo oh. is vaccinating their animals against COVID nineteen. Yeah. Because listen, John, there's an epidemic <laughs> of animals in zoos dying of COVID. <laughs> Are you serious? How can you laugh at this, John? This is a serious thing. This is very serious. Right, you convinced me it's funnier than I thought it was. <laughs> I I honestly, when I heard this, I sighed and got really angry because I realized something. These people are so not good at covering up the fact that they're all about money. Oh, yeah. Humans are fighting back against the vaccine. So they go to zoos, convince the zoos that all their animals uh, eat, you know, right. their livelihood. All their animals are going to die if they don't get the vaccine. And yes. the zoo people are like, Oh my gosh, there must be a new strand that's, you know, unique to Bengal tigers. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we got to vaccinate our Bengal tigers. Guess who makes money? The same people that are telling you to get it. Not only that, dude, did you hear this week? It was uh, sometime, I don't remember who said it. It was some scientist was saying it, that they believe that the new Omicron virus is going to be a three-shot vaccine, another two shots, and another booster. So do you see a like a You guys a can theme go back. Here? You guys can go back. I swear I told all of you, and I think you even thought I was crazy. They're going to require booster after booster after booster, and it's going to become a way to control people. Yeah. I being, think I did at first. Being vac- I'm not surprised anymore. Being vaccinated isn't going to mean you've gotten a vaccine against COVID. It's going to mean you are up to date on your vaccines against COVID. There's a reason since the beginning of this, they've used the terminology vaccine passport, mm-hmm. not vaccine card, not like a, a stamp, like I've gotten the vaccine, right. a vaccine passport implying it's going to need renewed. It's going to need renewed. It's going to need, you're going to have pages where you can get, all right, you got the first vaccine stamp. You got the second vaccine stamp. You got the third stamp. Present your papers. Welcome to Nazi Germany, everybody. Yeah. The monkeys in the zoo are more compliant than you are. Inviting wanting to not let us fly. You see that? that yeah, that's You have to drive home for Christmas. Yeah. Which I, I, it's not going to go through, but it better not. It, you know you know what's weird, though? I, I think the Biden administration, obviously not Biden. I don't think he knows what he ate for breakfast this morning or that there was breakfast this morning. Yeah. Or, or what breakfast nighttime. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he... His administration, his handlers, former president, former vice president Joe Biden's yeah, handlers, correct, are are noticing that there's enough businesses that have been brainwashed into wokeness that all they have to do is say we're going to mandate this, and in fear that they won't be current with the policy when it gets passed, they will implement it anyway. We saw this with the vaccine mandate, which is actually a beautiful segue into our next topic. Yes, that the Senate has voted to scrap Biden's vaccine mandate 
um, yeah, I mean, you can go read a bunch of articles on the uh, the basis of some of the decisions and the specifics. But in general, what a wonderful decision. Yes. Okay. Uh, we've got a few people fighting for our freedom. Praise God. I I see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That we have some people that are... Of all things for us to stop, this was a big one. Yeah. It a was. It was nice to one. see every single Republican stand up and vote for this. It was nice to see a couple Democrats stand up and say, like Joe Manchin, I believe is one of them, that... Dude, it's like I'm part of your party. I support you in most things, but the reality is you you can't do this. This is unconstitutional. You can't force this on people. But like you were saying earlier, it doesn't matter how many companies are requiring it anyways. Yeah, and and that it's tough. It's really here's here's why it's tough. I believe in the freedom of business. Genuinely. I believe in your right to make good and horrible decisions mm-hmm. because I think if we take away, it, it's the same other, it's the other side of the coin. If we take away their ability to enforce a vaccine mandate in their store, they also simultaneously take away our freedom to implement what we want in our store. Yeah. Whether it be freedom of religion, etc. The beauty in that, and people will go, no, like we shouldn't have vaccine mandates. I agree. I don't, I think the federal and state government should stay out of it. I think it's a private business thing. It's an individual person and a private business thing. If United Airlines makes it impossible for non-vaccinated people to fly and Southwest lets vaccinated people fly, you're going to see the vaccinated people that are wildly afraid of the unvaccinated go to United. They're going to have their own base of people, right? And Southwest letting unvaccinated people. it, It is just like if PS4 and Xbox both come out with a new console, PS4 releases a World War II game, and Xbox release exclusive to that console. Right, and Xbox releases and Halo. Halo, right? All the Halo fans are going to go buy more Xboxes, and all the you know Call of Duty or World War II people that are into that are going to go buy Playstations because you can't have it the other way, right? It that's that's the beauty of capitalism. Also, if you have a business owner that says I won't serve black people, the news is going to come in and go, this guy's crazy. And all the racist people will reveal themselves and all the non-racist people, which is the majority, which they don't want you to believe that, but it is the majority, will not support that business and it will sink. Right. It's called boycotting. Okay, and there's a difference between cancel culture and boycotting. There's a difference between um, someone coming up and saying, you know, we don't want black people in our store and the news telling you about that and everyone voluntarily choosing not to go. And LeBron James telling the world that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. That's called defamation. There's a difference when you put your own spin on it and, you know, lie about something. That's defamation, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, if you're just, if it's just news, like you're reporting this, you know, wow, this this store owner says that he doesn't want black people in here. Yeah. Then everyone naturally makes their own decisions about it. But we don't have that kind of reporting. So we're going to see more cancel, cancel culture defamation than we are going to see just reporting and people actual boycotting. Reporting, actual yeah. boycotting, yeah. With all that to be said, there's another beautiful thing that happened this week. This was like a half good, half bad week. Mm-hmm. It's a mostly good week. I think the only like really not great story is the uh, the poor monkeys in the zoo that are going to have mitocarditis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to... The Supreme Court has allowed, and this is um, a few hours ago, the Supreme Court has said that Texas's uh, abortion law stands. That's awesome. I didn't even know that. I haven't heard that yet. It it just happened. This article is an hour old. 
Um, that's awesome. It's a step in the process of turning over Roe versus Wade. That's the, that's the case, right? Yes. Yes. So, and and to be clear, um, all the people who are outraged about this, all this allows is each state to decide for their, their own, own, which means they're not outlawing abortion nationwide. All they're saying is Texas has the right to decide how they want to go about it. And I 100% agree. Each state decides how they want to go about it. Um, I'm pretty sure NYC said, hey, we we got your back. You know, anybody who wants to kill their babies, come over here. And see, that's the natural, just like we were talking about earlier. You know, if, if you're pro-abortion and and you're you're just sleeping around everywhere and, you, and you're worried about getting pregnant, just move to New York. There's safety there in that because you can just get rid of your children. Um, so naturally, certain people will move to certain places. I That's the beauty of the states, that each one's going to be is. their own thing. And I would like to preface, I would really like to see the Supreme Court completely turn over that based on the fact that it is taking away life. I agree. However, I think it's better um it's a step in the right direction that they're allowing the states to keep their own power Mm -hmm. um i i do believe that we're a free country not a christian country i think that we were started on judeo-christian values by by bible believing christians um obviously a lot of them were deists but uh not as many as you think actually that'd be a fun episode to go in we should do a founding father series yes most definitely all right but you heard this is how we make decisions guys we just talk about stuff (laughs) (laughs) we're just like hey we should do that okay cool um joseph walk us through the story of this actor jesse jesse smollett an actor on empire i believe he is a black gay male he decided and this is ruled by the courts so i can say it he staged a hate crime in Chicago at 2 a.m. I know a lot of a lot of people are talking about it. it was literally like negative 20 degrees that night. So that plays a part into why people are just roaming the streets looking for this low level actor who's nobody really knows who he is. Right. Um, especially considering. So this is the story. Let's jump into this first before I get too yeah, off let's, track. Let's build a foundation. Okay. He gets off a plane, goes home at 2 a.m., decides he's going to go to Subway and get a sandwich on his way there he gets supposedly jumped by two men wearing MAGA hats um, calling him the n-word saying this is MAGA country uh, punch him in the face he was like fighting fighting and then he realized there's a noose or a rope around his neck okay and Chicago is not MAGA country most definitely absolutely that's not. the dumbest like if you're gonna if pay actors were, to say something that's the stupidest yeah, thing i've ever most heard. likely in chicago if you're walking around at 2 a.m with maga hats on you're like an absolute target that's like the yeah, worst say, place the, chicago is a war zone but it is more so now than back when this happened but so apparently two maga supporters were walking around at 2 a.m looking for this low-level actor when it's negative 20 degrees obviously a fake story so the courts ruled that he was guilty on all accounts of basically faking a police report uh staging a hate crime i don't i don't remember all those things but 
uh, he's guilty. And it's funny looking back because even our own president backed him when this first came out and like a bunch of news reporters, he was on interviews and it was obviously fake, but the news stations were just happy to report it as fact. Why? Because if it's a narrative, if it's the narrative, the clear thing here okay. is and they want an enemy and anybody who supports Trump is the enemy. I was going to say, let's preface this. This actor probably didn't risk his career and pay actors by himself. Political aggressors are a very real thing. They are. And it wouldn't shock me if that was a huge part of it. I can't imagine waking up tomorrow going, you know, it would be awesome for this movement. I'm going to pay two guys to fake, like, torture me and say that they're, like, Biden worshipers. Like, what? Well, he's crazy, dude, obviously. I, I guess I, I shouldn't mean, he, try to reason. Yeah, you can't reason with people like this. He's absolutely gone. Um, one of the... He, he paid two black Nigerians to do this also, just to be clear. They weren't white people. They weren't white supremacists. They were black Nigerians. One of them, at one point, was his gay lover. <laughs> okay? He paid them. As soon as the cops kind of started to track down, like, what happened... They, they came to these guys questioning them and they're like, I don't want any part of this. He paid us. Here's the check. Yeah. These, so, these are heroes. Oh, yeah. It's, MAGA it's, hat wearing acting heroes. It's great. So but they admitted to that. Wow. What, what I want to see is ABC, CNN covering this story. Because. But why would they do that? It well, doesn't fit their narrative. Yeah, I, that's that's me assuming uh, that the people who work in CNN and ABC and all these major news news agencies um, have souls, but they push this narrative that Trump supporters are evil and put a target on their back and started to build this this hate in our community for each other. They did that. They ripped apart people who believe different things and created space between people in their own country. You do this, you better make it right. I get like you can't be right on every reporting you do. This is a news story. It's a police report. You 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 have every right to cover it. But whenever it comes out that it was staged, you better cover it. You need to be covering this. Yes. He's guilty on all accounts. This is what the courts decided. You don't get to come in here and say, you know what? I think the courts were wrong. No, you, you're not a judge. Stick to what you're good at. And that's just sitting there and saying stupid words. Do... What your job is supposed to be. I, I don't know. It's, it, I can just rant all day. It's I'm so tired of these uh, assholes in the I, media. I'm dude. saying, I'm saying if, if we can drain the media and get some common sense back in our schools and literally just teach history as it happened, the good, bad, and the ugly and promote loving each other and, and having grace with people and, always looking for the trying to find the good in people i remember when i was in elementary school actually not have like i think i've become more aware of race recently because of all these narratives because i'm like 
dude, I'm going to set someone off. 100%. I've never looked at a black person differently until the last two years. Not looking down on them, but I look at them and go, I wonder if they're look, looking at me and afraid. Yes. Or upset. Yes. Or like, like I feel kind of like I'm going to be. They put you know. this tension in your mind there for sure. And that's where, uh, for me, it was, it was high school. I'd never thought about this. I'd like, I'd like it. It wasn't even on it's our like, minds as kids. Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if you, if you grew up, if you were born in the late nineties, for the most part, it wasn't on your mind, at least for me. It was never on my mind. I never really thought about it. I never, ever saw them differently. And then I had a math teacher come in who was black. She was black. And in math, she made us write these reports on black inventors. And I just asked her because I loved math and I was very into math. I'm like, why? This seems like English class. Like, why are we doing this in math? And she went on a full-blown rant to me about how white people get 11 months out of the year and black people only get one. So in February, you're writing this report. How do we get 11 months out of the year? I don't get it either. But that's the first time I saw it. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was I, I, I was a kid and I was like, what? Like I, I, I was targeted by my teacher because I was white, without a doubt. And she started literally yelling at me in front of the class because I asked a question as to why we were writing these reports. This is the first time I saw this. Wow. And, but coming from that experience, that's why I am so angry at this critical race theory because it was never in my mind until I had a teacher above me who was supposed to influence me in a good way, start yelling at me that basically where I come from and who I am is racist and that I get 11 months out of the year, but she only gets one. And the hate in her eyes was terrifying to me as a kid. Have I couldn't you, believe it. Have you heard... Morgan Freeman talk about Black History Month. You know what? It's funny you say that because in the report I did, I did her report and then I did a second page of the report about how Black History Month is racist and I presented it in front of the class because I will not stand down. No, you didn't. I 100% did. How and old I was were you? sent to the principal's office. I was 15 years old. I was sent to the principal's office. My dad was called. I was kicked out of class. She started yelling and throwing things. She lost her mind. Whoa. Yes. Did you get I, actually I, in trouble I for quoted it? Mo Morgan Freeman and I said, and I quoted her statement. I said, saying things like 11 months out of the year, white people get and black people only get one does not promote bringing people together. It only promotes division. And as Morgan Freeman said, and I started quoting Morgan Freeman about how black history month and the way they presented is racist. Well, that's why she started throwing things. You made a good point. And the point you made was from a black person. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, and that's all I did. I, I can't believe I've never so heard the story before. What I did was I came up with a bunch of different quotes and a bunch of different videos and I, all from black leaders, important people who had good ideas. And I just said, this is what they think about it. And if we're going to, if you're going to come at me and tell me that I get 11 months out of the year and come at me as a high school student, I'm at least going to give you some other sides of the opinion. And, um, I was, obviously, you can tell by this podcast, I'm not somebody who likes to back down to people trying to force opinions on me. I wasn't at 15, and I'm still not now. I believe in building people up. I do not believe in this hate culture. And the fact that this is seeping into our schools even more so now, she got in trouble for this back then when I was in high school. I didn't get in trouble. She did. Because of the racist things she said and how she picked me out of the class. So you didn't you didn't have any repercussions, but she did. 
Correct. Good. Good. I, it's funny you bring up black leaders saying things that black liberals don't like. Um, Malcolm X. This is crazy. Malcolm X, one of the leaders of the civil rights movement. Ready? Mm-hmm. The white liberal differs from... This is Malcolm X speaking. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. That Malcolm X said that. This is in the middle of the, the change of parties that we hear so much about. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. And ironically, one of the presidents in, during that era, Lyndon B. Johnson, very famously said, I will have these N-words voting Democrat for the next hundred years. Yes, we will say it again and again. I cannot believe he said that. It was reported in the news, and it still happened. It happened. Like, like if, so, if, somebody told, if somebody said that to me... Like, dude, he showed his cards at the table, yeah. and all the black people still put all their chips in. He was straightforward as you could be. Yeah, it's wild. And I don't know. Wow, this... We really went off on a tangent. We really, yeah. Well, but I, you, you brought up my past, John. This, I know, yeah. That, <laughs> that's a, that's a great story to hear because I've never, I actually, I had the opposite experience in school. Actually, while we're getting personal, I was the, I was the only white kid. Basically, um, there was two or th- two or three uh, white guys in my grade, but really the majority were black and Hispanic. The cultural difference between... I was raised in a very strict Christian homeschool household. And now I was in a school as a freshman for the first time back in school since like second grade with majority black and Hispanics that grew up in poverty. A lot of their families were involved in gangs and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember a lot of them opened up to me. They're like, yeah, man, like, you know, I, I grew up on the streets without money and food and like we just have to steal for stuff. And I remember to fit in I like this isn't racial at all. Uh, three of my best friends freshman year were black, and they're like, "Bro, you gotta come with us to Food City, right?" And I'm like, "All right, bet." So I go to Food City. They run in, grab a bunch of stuff, and run. They're like, "Run, John, run!" And I'm like, "Okay." So I grab stuff <laughs> yeah. and I ran out of Food City. Yeah. I don't even remember what I grabbed. It was like a can of something. It was stupid. It was literally just to steal. And I remember feeling so guilty, but then they're like, they're like, bro, this is just how we survived, man. I just, I never, I like, I could never fully understand that. But I also was like, like, these are my friends. These are the people I hung out with after school. I played basketball with. I was the only, no, there were two white guys on our basketball team at the time. And, um, I, I honestly got bullied for being the odd one out, not because I was white, but because my culture that I grew up in was so different. This is where I think we need to start having a, a different conversation when we come to the table as Americans. We all have different cultures and pasts that we come from. That's why America's awesome. Right? You've got the whites, the blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Muslims, Buddhists, and Hindus, different Christians. And all of those. Backwood rednecks. You've got all of them living in, in harmony together. Not really recently, but we've got to learn how to get along. Run. We've what? We've had a good run. Yeah. Of living in harmony. I guess. We had I mean really just like Yeah. Yeah. Ten or twenty years maybe. Yeah. But I 
it, it breaks my heart that at one point we didn't treat the blacks well. It breaks my heart we didn't treat the Native Americans well. It breaks my heart that, you know, during World War II, we didn't treat the Japanese people in our country well, right? We've had a ton of mess-ups, Yeah. right? And even way back when they were building the railroad, the way they treated the Chinese. Yes. Horrible. Yes. They were basically slaves. Yes. And, and you know, there's really interesting reasons for all of those things that aren't right. But I, I think something we need to learn to do in America today is when we look back and we go, why were we importing all these Chinese people to build railroads for us and being brutal to them? We usually don't include in that statement that the Chinese had mastered railroad technology and they were like the only outsourcing we could get to get railroads in America from coast to coast, right? That's not our fault. Our fault is the way we treated them once they got here mm-hmm. and they were on our payroll, right? And there's so there's so many things around these conversations we need to be sensitive about, but also uh, we need to look at where we're at today and be grateful. We need to stop being pathetic and sensitive and we need to stop choosing to hate each other because that's that's what the white liberals want us to do. Yeah. They want us to hate each other because when you have an enemy, as we learned in our authoritarianism series that you should go listen to right now. It's very good. You you have to give them an enemy. You have to give the blacks an enemy. You have to convince whites that they are the enemy so that they surrender. You like I it's it's textbook. But it's breaking people's hearts and it's ruining our society. And we need to love everyone. Yep. The line between evil and good is a lot foggier than you think. I think all Americans need to start thinking that more. I don't we, know. We're so quickly to throw people on yeah. either either side. Yeah. You know, like so people are really quick to throw Joe Biden on the good side, which makes no sense to me because the large majority of his life, he's on the evil side. Right. And still is in my opinion. People don't know that. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot foggier line than we think. And it's, we all just throw people in categories, just boom, 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 category, 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 evil, good, evil, good, evil, good. It's a lot foggier than we think. And all of us actually are a little bit on the middle. Yeah. So let's have a little bit more grace. I know we yell all the time, but I, I have less grace for the leaders who take advantage of people with their power. Those people I don't have grace with, but your fellow Americans on the street who just believe things or support things have some grace with them. They're just people. Yeah. Whether, whether you believe in the Bible or not, there's a great story about Jesus and he, um, the Pharisees, they, they caught this prostitute and they asked Jesus what should be done about it. Because traditionally in Jewish law, you're supposed to stone them to death. So they said, you know, we, we caught this prostitute what do you think we should do? You know, mocking Jesus because he seemed to have all the answers, which I believe he did. And he said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. If you haven't ever messed up before, you get to throw the first rock and then I'll follow after you, right? There's some there's some really deep truth to that. We all want to feel like heroes. We all want to feel like the social justice warriors. We all want to feel like we're making a difference. We all want to feel good. How powerful would it be if you were convinced that doing evil and being a soldier for this evil army was a good thing? It's a really weird thing to think about, but...
tough balance. It's a very tough balance. It's a tough balance because every day we have to fight the evils that we see, but we also have to be wise enough to determine the difference. And that and it's, it's easier said than done. You know, obviously, me and me and John make mistakes in this category all the time. I mean, we're people. You're people. Everybody does. It's you're never going to be perfect with it, but it's it's good to promote a little bit of. Like a lot of times we come on here and we just rant, rant, rant. But at the end of the day, we all need to promote a little bit more of grace, a little bit more of understanding because we're all just people. We're all just trying to make it out here, man. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Straight Woke. If you have any comments or concerns, be sure to email us at straightwokepodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you love this podcast, be sure to send it to somebody who would love it. Later.